Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host right back there, Randy Griggs, <laughs> coming to you live from Lot B minus. Uh, no, Randy is uh, is, is uh, indisposed. Yeah, he's he's a lot healthier than that guy in the corner there. Um, but he is uh, on the road, undisclosed, doing some uh, doing some digging, doing some research. Yes, doing some R&D. Digging. I make, some I make, R&D. I make, yeah, make him sound like he's Indiana Jones or something. We don't need, we don't need Randy's head to get any bigger, so let's let's uh, let's not do that. Boys, it's it's just the three of us today. Yeah, I'm, I'm the much better looking Randy Griggs uh, filling in mm-hmm. for Randy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be taking on this pairing in full force. Normally, Jordan and I are just sort of like. You know, background guys. But tonight, I'm up to the plate, man. It's 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 uh, it's all on me to try to. Uh, it's all on you. It's all on me to try <laughs> to uh, see if I can compete with the golden palette of Robbie Raz. Oh my! So, and his oh my. sexy was, shirt. I'm gonna do my was, best. Hey, did you see that? Look at this. Yeah. Well, let's, let's incredible. Move. Look at him go. Look at oh, that. Look at him work. That's a one-off oh. right there. You know? Your own face on your own shirt. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm looking at myself. How weird is that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's very strange. I, uh, I just put it on for the first time just before the show, and I actually thought, you know what? I might not actually wear this because it's just a little <laughs> weird having my own face on there. But uh, I, I did this for fun, uh, and <clears throat> we'll see. Maybe this shirt, this shirt will exist in some iteration at some point. I don't know, but it's October. It's my favorite month. It's yeah. orange, and I need all the good juju going for my Giants tomorrow as we have to play game five against the damn dirty Dodgers. Oh, Now, Robbie, it's, it's probably it's your favorite month because, A, you know, it's, it's you know, the, the, the boys of October or whatever you say. You know, October, what, what, what is it in they baseball? They say that? It's, just like, it's, just, it's the postseason. It's the postseason, post-season. but also not just that. Like pumpkins are orange, and it's Halloween, and you love orange, and not only that, you are a uh, you're a monster movie fanatic. Like you live for this time of year, right? It's it's spooky time, boys. That's <laughs> what I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Once you get into uh, September, it's Robbie time. So uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, it's and it's got nothing to do with pumpkin spice. I'm not a pumpkin spice guy, and uh, really up until uh, today, I've never really. Uh, delved much into the the warm cocktails, the hot uh, cocktails, uh, much like the hot toddy that we're drinking tonight. But I'm breaking uh, breaking that rule and and taking one for the team because I know a lot of people like this stuff. Eric, you've been drinking them since you were two, exactly. Apparently, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how this is all going to turn out, and uh, I'm excited about this pairing. But yeah, I am excited for uh, for October. It's scary movie month. Now, so now, uh, Rob, Robbie, I got to tell you, um, last night I watched for the first time ever. I watched the very first uh, Scream. Hmm. Now, here's here's what I'm trying to figure out with Scream: is is it is it just campy? Was it a parody? Was it satire? I I don't really know. Like it was pretty entertaining. I've never seen it, but I think it's supposed to be campy. It was it was very campy. It was very campy, but I wasn't sure like am I supposed to laugh at this part? Like it was pretty entertaining, I gotta say. Like, what's your take, Robbie, on the whole Scream, you know, franchise? I think it's great. And it's it really it's I mean, Scream is <clears throat> it's a it's a slasher. Uh that's like a horror subgenre, but you could even go uh, one step deeper and say that it's a horror comedy. Okay. Uh, which is also a uh 
uh, genre. I watched uh, this movie the other night called Werewolves Within, and it was it was fantastic. It's uh, have you guys seen the movie Knives Out? Yes, uh, I have not, but Jordan has. So Jordan, it's a lot like that. It's kind of a whodunit, <clears throat> but who did done it? But it's yeah, that's a good question. Uh, but uh, there's the idea that somebody in the room is a va- is a not a vampire is a werewolf. Uh, it, it's got the the only recognizable actor really is uh, the gal who does the AT and T commercials. I don't know her name. Oh right, right, oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, but she's in it, and uh, it was it's it's a horror comedy. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But Scream is great. Scream kind of brought the slasher back because uh, that came out in what the early nineties. It was like '96 or something, I think. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that one they made four of them, and there's a new one coming out actually in January or February. That looks like it's going to be pretty good. They just released the trailer for that too. But yeah, the first one's great. The second one's good. The third one was terrible. Hmm. Uh, they leaned too far into the comedy aspect of it. It turned into like a Keystone Cops kind of thing, hmm. um, where everybody's falling over everybody every minute. Uh, and then the fourth one was uh, was actually not bad. I would say, like, I, thinking back on all of these movies that you that you really like, to me it seems like now if we're not we're not going to count like Evil Dead and stuff because those that's to me that's ultimate. But I'm talking about like the slasher kind of like movies. I I feel like the original Halloween was like that's like the gold standard of these movies. Am I am I off on that, Robbie? Oh, it depends on who you ask, but it's... I'm asking you. It's, I think, I think yeah, I think it is. Uh, but there's also, you know, some people will say that the first Friday the 13th, um, but that came out like a couple of years later, so they were kind of stealing the idea. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, a lot of people will say that's the ultimate slasher because it took those ideas and then brought it to the next level. Um, and uh, he was, Freddy was the first uh, slasher uh, antagonist to have lines really and mm. to have a personality and become his own character uh so but yeah i think to me the the first halloween kind of created the genre there were some others that came before that most people have never seen well fred freddy uh, krueger was all, he was sort of almost like supernatural wasn't he like he was, to- he was totally supernatural okay because yeah, like michael your dreams. michael and jason they were just like people well, like mm-hmm. until later on, right? I sure. Mean, I mean, they, yeah. Not not too many regular folks can get beheaded and come back. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's you, you're you're right. Freddie was very uh, he was 100 percent Robbie uh, su- supernatural until the second one when they brought him into they broke that line and brought him into the real world. What do you think about this new uh, Korean sh- torture show on Netflix? You're talking about Squid Squid, squid Game. Games. Squid Games. It's like uh, Hunger Games yeah, meets it's, it's Saw like, in Korean. Well, I haven't. If it turns into a torture show, I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't. I haven't watched it. it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of in the Saw realm, though, right? Like, like it's, gratuitous. It's, the the vi- there's, there's a lot of people dying, but that was really just in the first episode. The second episode is. Uh, I mean, you can watch it. You can see what happens. The second episode, they don't play a game. Um, but the first episode was, yeah, I mean, like hundreds of people died. Uh, but it wasn't like a torture situation. They were just all shot. Um, just. Yeah, just uh, all shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, just shot. What are you going to do? Uh, casually. No, it's, casually. The, it's like the most popular thing in the world right now. It's it's everywhere. And there were so many memes floating around that I didn't realize were from that show uh, until I watched it. Um but yeah, I've only watched the first two episodes. It was really good, and we probably would have we'd probably be almost done by now, except my Giants played last night and the night before, so that that dominated the television. If I'm watching like foreign stuff, I need it to be. I want to read it. I don't want to mm. do the sub. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to dub it. That's oh, no. so cheesy. I can't even can't do it. Hey, no, jo- it's, and I like that you have that option on yeah, Netflix yeah. where you can you just turn it on or off. Watch it. And, yeah, you can watch in the the native language with the subtitles. Because yeah, the, the overdub stuff, it's like this no. just sounds terrible. I can't, I can't do it. Jordan, could you put up uh, Kevin Acuff's question real quick? I was going to get there. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, Ask Dojo, how in the heck did the Avs not protect Grubauer in the expansion draft? Uh, Kevin, the Avs did protect. Gru- well, he was a free agent. They actually the Kraken. Kevin took uh, Donskoy. They did not take Grubauer. Grubauer signed with the Kraken. 
as a free agent. So I just wanted to clear that up real quick. But we do love Grubauer. So there you go. But uh, <laughs> sorry about that. This, I, so I, this, is, this is hockey. I had a- Avalanche are opening up tonight. I had to, after the show. I had to so. answer that question because it was eating at me. <laughs> I would have never been able to continue the show if I hadn't have answered that. I was going to work it in. Don't worry. Anyways, um, so tonight, uh, Robbie. Now you've made it clear um, in leading up to this episode because we've been talking about this hot toddy episode for probably three weeks now. <laughs> And leading up to this episode, um, you've sort of made it clear you're you're not a hot cocktail boy guy. <laughs> um, and I've said I love hot toddies. Now, when I was little, my parents actually had a set of of legit. There's a legit hot toddy cup. I don't know if you guys know this, mm. but it's it's like a clear pla- or an opaque plastic, so that you can see the lemon and the cinnamon or whatever you put Gotta in see there. That um, now I'm, I don't have that with me, but I did. Jordan, mm. somewhere I did save some of my parents' hot toddy glasses somewhere. I have them in my garage, but there is an actual cup made for hot toddies. But Robbie, what is it about a hot cocktail that's that has you um, that's so sexy that has you uh, <laughs> uh, concerned or uh, trepidatious? I should say trepidatious. Uh, I'm not concerned. Um... I just, uh, you know, I just don't like them. And I figured out today what it was. And we were talking about this a little bit offline. But it's <clears throat> when you when you make a drink with hot water, and, you, and with this, the recipe is very specific on how you're supposed to make this drink. So you boil some water, you pour it into your mug to warm your mug up, then you dump that water out, and then you boil some more water, and you put half uh, boiling water in there. And I'm making the drink, and as soon as I added the whiskey and I stirred it, there's a smell of like alcohol has a smell, right? There's a smell of alcohol when it's hot that it, I, every time I take a sip, I feel like And there's like also I'm a smell when alcohol is toddy. That's true. <laughs> you could, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. Th- thank, thank you for interrupting me for that. <laughs> yeah. um, no, there's just, there's a smell that just doesn't sit right with me. I feel like I'm inhaling the alcohol mm. and it's, it's, it's unpleasant, but um, I'm powering through that for the sake of the show. And I know people love these things. My wife drinks uh, Tom and Jerry's all the time. Don't ask me to tell you what a Tom and Jerry is. It's some paste or something that she puts in, and I think it's rum that goes in it. Or, or no, it's uh, brandy. I don't know. It's one of the two. It's one but of I can't. Yeah, I just can't drink that stuff. I just she loves it, but I I can't do it. Now, if if I was if I was Doctor Fauci, like, Doctor Fauci. If I was Doctor Fauci. I would. I, this would be one of the things that I would be recommending to people to just drink on a nightly basis because, Robbie, this drink is known for its therapeutic qualities, especially in regards to, you know, respiratory illness, and um, because it has vitamin C in it, because it normally now the one we're having tonight doesn't have honey in it, but a lot of times you'll put tea, you'll put honey, so like this has all the things that you might have on a, a cold winter's night. Um, it's, it's great if you're feeling a cold coming on or some sort of illness coming on. This is when we always drank them uh, growing up, um, if, you had, if you felt like you were catching a cold. Because of all of these, you know, v- the honey is good for you, the tea is good for you, obviously the vitamin C from the lemon is good for you. Like, this is the perfect fall, I'm catching a cold cocktail. So hopefully tonight we could... Theoretically, be you know helping hundreds of people, Jordan. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. To 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 to, to fight world, some yeah. sort of you know cold or respiratory hey, virus. Rand, Randy's tuning in on his own show. Mm. There he is. No joke. There he is. Look at him. There, there. We spent the twenty-six seconds saying how much we missed Randy. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's um, yeah. Like when I was, whenever I get like a, a like a chest cold or a sore throat or something, I'll do like black tea usually uh with some honey and lemon in it but you're right this is just take the black tea out put some whiskey in there and you're good to go exactly now uh derek rose chiming in whose autograph is on robbie's mugs bottom Mm. Mm. it's not a very interesting story um this uh my wife and i went to a what do you call them renaissance fair and i wanted a beer sweat fair sweat fest yeah i wanted a beer and you had to buy a mug to get a beer and they had regular mugs. And then this other guy had these mugs that he made. And this, I, I like this. This is pretty cool actually. 
and um, that's whoever made this. It's their signature on the bottom. Wow, look at that. I don't know. It's a one of a kind. Would you look at that? I don't know who made it, but it has had an awful lot of coffee uh, pouring into it, a lot of beer pouring into it. Uh, I like to think of it as a tankard. I don't know if that's the actual <laughs> Randy. Randy could tell us uh, specifically what a tankard is, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's the story there. Renaissance Fair. Wow. Uh, God, probably 10 years ago. Well, there we go, folks. Yeah, now, you, now you know. I told, you wasn't, told you it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> now, but now you know. What, what is interesting is this cocktail. I'm, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. So let's get into uh, what the pairing is. We're all drinking right. the same thing. Yes. So we're drinking the hot toddy. And there's a, as we were saying before the show and uh, said uh, during the live episode and all that, there's there's a, a million recipes for a hot toddy. And I think it's kind of similar to the idea of a of a highball. Like there's a, there is an actual highball recipe, uh, but I think anything that's kind of a long drink that is whiskey and ginger ale is a highball. Whiskey and soda water is a highball. Uh, it, it just People call it whatever they want. So hot toddy is kind of any real hot beverage. And even this one, <clears throat> you could make it with bourbon, rye, Irish whiskey, or scotch whiskey. So it could be uh, anything. We're going with bourbon uh, to stick in the, the mode of this segment. Uh, so the recipe from liquor.com <clears throat> comes or requires, doesn't come with, it requires just some boiling water, four cloves, lemon wheel, two teaspoons of Demerara or brown sugar. I use brown sugar because I don't have Demerara sugar. Uh, a quarter ounce of lemon juice and two ounces of whiskey. It's a real simple drink to make. Uh, I enjoyed trying to push the little cloves into my lemon wheel and get them <laughs> to stick in there and stay, uh, which they're still in there, surprisingly enough. Um, and that's it. So I used um, Maker's Mark. That's kind of our, our well whiskey, if you will. Uh, what whiskey did you guys use? Now I think now first of all I got to say a uh, big thanks to Matt Hall again. Matt is always there for us to make the cocktail right before the show. Matt, did we end up using the Old Forester 100? What did we end up using um, as the bourbon? I can't remember. I used the uh, uh, sun scorched. <laughs> the sun scorched. Oh. Now, hey, uh, this uh, is a great story, truck Robbie, bed batch. because uh, at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, Jordan. Jordan put a bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace <laughs> in the back of his truck so we could go to Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest and drink it. As he, you do. He forgot all about it. And that bottle of Buffalo Trace has been sitting in the sun, cold, hot, cold, you know, every day. It's, it's sort of like a Jefferson's Ocean. Like, it's literally, you know, getting a... <laughs> It's getting a little bit of everything every day, so we use Driving the... Driving down the highway, it's picking up all the aromas. I, I figured yes. it would be aromas. more susceptible to the, the heat of the water. All right, there we uh, go. Uh, so we went Buffalo Trace, uh, Robbie, and ours. That bottle, I thought the bottle exploded. That was, was, that a, that was in, my, in my car, yeah. My, in my car, guys, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> in my car, I had a brand new bottle of Buffalo Trace, put it in the back of my, my brand new Subaru Impreza. Brand new. And well, it's pretty new. It's pretty new. It's two years old. Oh uh, yeah. You know. Totally. And it got so hot. <laughs> it got so hot on the day of Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. I went back to my car. I opened the the hatch, and the the entire the lid of the Buffalo Trace popped off. The entire bottle evaporated into <laughs> my vehicle. So it's gone. It was just completely gone. Not a drop. It was a brand new bottle. Of Buffalo Trace, and, and this is not the first time infused, that this has happened to us. No, it's not infused. <laughs> I, now my car smells incredible, Robbie. It's <laughs> it's like the the most amazing bourbon air freshener that you could possibly have. Every bit of my car is infused with bourbon, Robbie. Just don't get pulled over. I know exactly. Yeah. You'll never talk your way out. of I'll it. I'll just say that no. I was, I'll say, officer, this, smell it. Uh, don't you love it? Like this is an amazing air freshener. Come on. <laughs> The guy will be it like, great. it'll be like, yeah, this, I, I'm, yeah. I'm down. This is fantastic. It's also the most expensive air freshener yeah. ever. So yeah, there's totally. that. But it's it's lasted a long time, so it, that's great. It I'm, will I'm last. It will it. last the length of my lease. I'm sure. <laughs> that's too funny, mm. man. Um, yeah, that was and that was actually quite disappointing because we were going to drink that bottle. And then we forgot and that we forgot that we had the one in Jordan's truck, so we're drinking that tonight. Um, now, now, Robbie, you you told everybody what you were gonna pair with this, 
with this drink. And I have to say, I'm, I'm a tad bit jealous of your pick because I had the same cigar before the show, and it was, it was so good. It was, it was so good. Tell everybody what you're smoking. It's a delicious cigar. I'm smoking the uh, Illusione. You can't really see it. The Illusione Epernay. Epernay. I'm, I'm smoking the 10th anniversary, uh, which is a 6x50. Um, but uh, the blend, uh, from what I understand, is uh, pretty much the same across the board. Uh, however, this is one of those cigars that you will get some different nuance throughout the different sizes. Uh, that's one thing that I've noticed uh, about this. And I've smoked several boxes of this cigar. It's one of my favorites. It is... Um, it's really just hard to beat. And sometimes it's a cigar that I'll forget about. Like, like when we were trying to figure out what to do with this pairing, when I was trying to figure out, I knew Eric was going with a Maduro, so I wanted to go with something natural. I wanted something with a lot of cabinet spice, uh, maybe some cedar kind of notes, nothing over over the top, nothing too sweet, but a little bit of sweetness. I was trying to play off the, the clove aspect of, uh, of the drink, which I thought the cloves were going to be a lot more prominent than they actually are. Uh, but that was really what I wanted, kind of a bready uh, cabinet spice vibe. And uh, it took me a minute to realize that, holy crap, that's exactly what the Epernay tastes like, and it's delicious, and I should smoke that. So that's where I went. Eric, you're going with the uh, the Undercrown uh, Dogma Maduro, right? Right. So here, so I'll just tell everybody my, my thought process going in, and then later in the show we'll talk about how my thought process played out. But um, at so going into the pick, I I thought about the lemon. I was trying to remember what hot toddies taste like. It had been a year or so since I had one. Um, and so I thought, you know, I need something to cut that lemon, um, that lemon flavor, because it's pretty strong lemon flavor in a hot toddy. And so I went with the um, Undercrown Dogma Maduro. Um, it's got the Mexican San Andreas wrapper. So it's it's got a, a deep flavor but it's it's got a chocolatey sweetness hoping to sort of like play off of that lemon um and so that was that was my thought process going in jordan what did you choose um well when i think of the hot toddy i i think of the christmas like spices involved uh when we make ours it's usually cinnamon but this one we're going with the cloves and uh very similar very similar and uh I figured you were going doggy Maduro. I'll go with uh, doggy the sun dog. And uh, I, I feel like this cigar, you know, it kind of embodies that Christmas, Christmas winter-like spice vibe. Right. Just, just embodies the Christmas spirit. I love yeah, it. Exactly. Embodies the Christmas spirit. Now, speaking of dogmas, Jordan, uh, tomorrow night, um, guys, there's a big event on the Smoke In Facebook page. It's going to be... Me and Abe and Jonathan Drew and the entire uh, Drew Estate gang. Uh, there's going to be specials all day long. If you buy a five-pack, you can win a giant... Jordan, you can win a giant gong. A, a sun dog gong. Gong? A gong. Now, what... Does anybody... You can hit that gong with your sword. Does, your wait, dogma sword. Does, <coughs> does anybody know... Robbie, maybe you know this, maybe you don't, because I don't. What do you call the thing... That you Ooh. hit a gong with a sword? No, no. It's like a it's like a drumstick. But it's like it's a hammer. It's a, it's a little hammer type of. A oh, thing. it's a hammer. I think. Uh, I don't know. I I, I I I always think of well, I think of like uh, okay. I, I'm not very familiar with gongs. I don't have one. I never watched the Gong Show. But um, Eric, that might be you. Might be the only one who would know what the Gong Show even was. I, I totally I totally watched the Gong Show. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of it. And I never did. Um, I'm old, but uh, it, it's like a it's like a stick with a marshmallow on the end of it. Yes, they, Steve Holmes they... says it's called a dongles. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> if, I, I, you know, Steve Jordan. Jordan, is, look it up. Look it up. Right. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Steve was right. He's a smart dude. Uh, uh, I don't know. Dongles. Derek Rose says gong dong. No, <laughs> that's, that's fun. Bill Powers says it's a clapper. Ooh, a clapper. That could be it. Maybe we should have a little it. contest for the best. Anyways, uh, you can yeah. you can win that tomorrow, Robbie. If you uh, tune in, it's a, I think it starts at uh, seven p.m. Eastern on the Smokey and Facebook page. If you want to see Jonathan Drew make fun of me, um, you know, please tune in because he's sure to at least take a couple stabs at me on that show. So that'll be fun. Um, but Robbie, here's the thing with the with both dogmas that me and Jordan are doing, um, the the Sun Dog. Is a completely different profile than this mm. Maduro. Like, 
Like Jordan's right. Like we we instantly uh, when we smoked. Wikipedia says yes. that a gong is hit with a mallet. A mallet. Mm. So maybe just any anything really, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a like a croquet but mallet. Isn't isn't a gong like a, an an old Asian thing? Yes. Ma- mallet sounds very English. It does. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that Wikipedia might not I'll be I'll do a top. little more research. <laughs> little, but, yeah, know. by the end of the show, we're going to have this. Yeah. We're gonna we'll, have this we'll figure it out. We're going to have we'll this nailed down. Out. But so uh, just thinking about the pairings, um, going into them now as we're sitting here talking about them, and, and I'm not going to state yet how I feel about my pairings, but I kind of like the strategy that you, both of you guys picked. Because both of you guys sort of picked, I, I was sort of thinking, how do I combat the lemon? And you mm-hmm. guys were both thinking, how do I complement the clove and the spice? It seems like that's the kind of the, 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 the route that both of you took. Now, Robbie, the cool thing about the Epernay, the Illusioni Epernay, is it is a cigar that is, does not have much strength to it at all. It's just really, really flavor forward. And, and in today's world, you know, everybody's like, oh, strength, I want triple Lajero, double Lajero, this and that and the other thing. Jordan, I don't think Epernay has any Lajero in it. No Lajero. No Lajero in it. known for. But it's, it's a very flavor forward cigar, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Lajero, ton of flavor. Like I would almost, if, if you're talking about just pure strength, this is like medium minus. Right, right. Maybe even mild plus, depending on what you're used to. Um, I know that I think it's probably listed everywhere that you see it for sale or, uh, you know, in reviews and stuff. Everybody probably says it's medium. Some people probably say medium full because they don't know the difference between strength and flavor. But, um, yeah, this to me, this is a cigar that you could you could start the day smoking this yeah, cigar. Yeah, I said could, that. I said that before the show started. I said, I said the Epernay is a perfect it's a perfect day starter. Like, like you, if you, if you're gonna have like a, a night of smoking great cigars, that the Epernay is a perfect way to start. But I also feel like maybe Robbie, it wouldn't be a terrible way to finish either. That's, that's like was, the only yeah, cigar, one say. of the only cigars that I buy boxes of, mm-hmm. and I don't buy cigars. <laughs> As we, we know, know. Yes. We, know. <laughs> we know that when yeah. I buy a your box, your dad must have handed you, given you that cigar you just know. before the show started. It's legit. Now, with added, with additional research, a little, you know, an extra minute of research, it is still a mallet or a striker. That is, that is what you call it. Is there a, either oh, a I like striker. Yeah, that that striker. does that does sound I like, good. I like striker. It's, it's aggressive. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like the this is the this is a cigar you could. Smoke it first thing in the morning, and then just smoke it all day. Yeah. Just go back to back to back to back, and and it, I'd never get tired of it. Uh, I've never done that, but uh, I, I imagine that you could. It's just you can imagine it doesn't wreck like. your palate. It's got a ton of flavor. Um, yeah, and, and Jordan, same way. I, I'm not a big box guy, but I bought two boxes of the uh, 10th anniversary. Um, I think Randy helped me get one, and then I managed to find another one. Uh, I don't know if you can still find the 10th anniversary anywhere. I to doubt it, but I'm not sure if that's a regular production size or not. But um, yeah, it comes in so many different sizes. You can always find it. Fantastic cigar. It was blended theoretically to pair with champagne, which I've done before, and it works great. Um, but uh, anyway, that's what I went with today. And Jordan, that actually, Randy's comment just actually reminds me of something. Randy! There is no question that Drew pivotal and foundational partner to Cigar Dojo and the Dojo community. From the very first cigar collaboration, the Undercrown Maduro Dogma, to the epic stories of Dojo trips to Cigar Safari, not to mention a certain exceptionally handsome digital media manager, Drew Estate has been a champion and supporting <laughs> pillar of the Cigar Dojo community. Robbie Raz and I couldn't be more honored to have that support continue with the sponsorship of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Drew Estate, the number one premium brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Estelle, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they have some of the best cigars available in the world. 
Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin'. Smokin' is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. Wow. Wow, Randy, another teleconference in, another beautiful read. Uh, I'm going to give that one. I mean, we're still scoring these things, right? Yeah. I think oh, we yeah. got to go. I think I'm going to go like 9.8 because the man is on the road yeah. and he takes time to do. I mean, it's it's odd how much the road looks like his studio, it is but weird. it's not. He just it, brings it with he him. He has a portable, it's a portable studio, I think. He travels with that thing. Yeah. Uh, that's it's, easy. Yeah, you nailed it. 9.8. Like, how do yeah, you, I mean, how do you get better than that? I, I, I can't think of a way. I, I'll say this, you know, like the show, just uh, this Flavor Odyssey show. That's really what people is sponsored by. That's what people <laughs> tune. That's one. what people tune in for. Is is Randy getting just like that vein in his neck, Robbie? The vein here. He gets a couple veins going. You know, he gets so into it. I love it. I, I feel like Randy was the guy at high school football practice that the first practice of the year he's just hitting people as hard as possible. Yes. Like there's he's he's all gas no breaks on uh, on that type of stuff, and he just had the focus laser sharp focus <laughs> in those reads I, I love it i could i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and i i, I respect him especially and just that he's been you know he's, he's been skyped in with us this whole show and not said a word and just <laughs> just waited for that one moment yeah that must have been the most difficult thing of his life holding back on telling us like the history of the hot toddy and everything oh yeah, yeah. god He's got to be—he's got to be just like just quaking in his boots, just like sweating, like he really wants to talk about you know the history of hot cocktails. <laughs> just that's, heat that's why in I general. brought up the word tankard. I, I know he knows what a tankard is, and it's probably not this, and I'm not even close. So he was freaking out about it. And you know he knows exactly what the thing that hits the the gong is called. Oh yeah, he invented it. Absolutely. I'm sure. I mean, oh, indeed, indeed. All right, so let's let's sort of start. Um, Robbie, I want to sort of start to get into our pairings a little bit. Um, you want me to do the poll numbers before yeah, yeah, that? Let's, or yeah, after? Let's, let's hear where we're at right now. Right. Before we've even, like, talked about our pairings. Or told anybody that the polls were open. They're, I, I mean, they're well, open. They yeah. know. They know. They'll, they'll it pop, know because it watching. pops up it on their pops screen. It pops up yeah. on their screen. Oh, you're watching. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Oh, I was just going to say, you, Sensei, you were in last place. But as I went to say that, you tied me. Oh. Uh, you and I are tied at 21%. Okay. Robbie crushing it with the 58. Oh, man. Jeez, we're getting killed, Jordan. Kill, absolutely killed. Uh, it's, it's a heavy burden. Well, oh, he's got an Ebernay. Uh, Come on. It is. It is a, <laughs> well, that's unfair. You know. It is a fantastic pick, I think. <sighs> but, but, Robbie, now that you've had a chance to you know, get into it a little bit, what's your sort of mid-show thought? Well, before uh, before we do that, I, I did get uh, round two mm. brought out to me in look my lovely. Look at that! That's look at a, this glass here. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> okay, beautiful. Hold on, look, hold on. You guys need the full effect. That thing is amazing. Let's turn this around without spilling. If it. that uh, if that unicorn horn was a straw, can you imagine? That Dana, be, uh, Dana, sickest. Dana, where's mine? <laughs> Dana, you drink out but, of the horn. You know, I wasn't sure if I was going to need round two because. As we've said at nauseum, I don't like hot cocktails. But I'll tell you what, boys, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely delicious, and I'm actually looking forward to my next cold, so I can <laughs> uh, so I can just drink these all day long, and it's okay. Like I can have one for breakfast, and then like second breakfast, and so on. Um, but so far, a couple of things from the cocktail: the lemon isn't nearly as overpowering as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, it's, I was anticipating more sweetness. It is, it is sweet, but it's not cloyingly sweet by any means. There is, and we used brown sugar. Did you guys use brown sugar as well? Yes, we did. We, yeah, did, we didn't do Demerara? I, Jordan, I couldn't find you it. Guys! In your, I couldn't find it in your kitchen. It's in the cabinet. Uh, well, I, we, Jordan, we do the best we can. Me and Matt were asked in me. Can you imagine how much better this drink would be? Well, we, what we exactly used... is, what, what, what is Demerara sugar? Is it? I thought it was it's, sugar in the it's, raw. Is it's that brown sugar. 
The brown no, sugar probably No, it's kind of like better. sugar in the raw. Like it's it's like bougie sugar. It's just like you know, like You're so bougie. it's in between sugar and brown sugar. Mm. I think the demerara would have been a little too sweet compared to the brown sugar. Mm, maybe brown mm. sugar is sweeter than. Yeah, but it's a different mm. kind of sweet. It's more molasses. More molasses. Yeah. The brown sugar is definitely more molasses. All right, so so Robbie, keep going. What do you what? So I, I went with brown sugar, like a light brown sugar. <clears throat> um, so it's it's sweet, but not overly powering. But one thing I'm noticing is the last uh, my tankard was much larger than this lovely uh, unicorn mug that uh, I'm I'm sipping out of here. So the the flavor is a bit more intense now, uh, but. The bourbon is very noticeable. The flavor of the bourbon is right there. It's you don't. It doesn't get lost in all this stuff. The one thing that I feel like does get lost a little bit is the clove. I anticipated that clove flavor is so strong, mm. and I'm I'm sensitive to it. I used to smoke clove cigarettes when I was younger and stupid. Oh man, I bet you were so cool. Uh, As did I. Oh, I, I was. Yeah. yeah, they're terrible. They're so terrible. But uh, I loved them when I was younger. I thinking about it now makes me nauseous. But. Um, because there was one night, man, I smoked way too many of them. I won't tell the whole story, but whew, it was rough. Um, but yeah, I was expecting more of that cabinet spice vibe. And you do get some of that from the brown sugar. Um, but delicious cocktail. The So far, the pairing is going uh, much like I expected. There's I'm getting some... The cedar notes I'm getting from the cigar are much stronger than usual. And I think that's just in uh, combating the sweetness of the, of the drink. Uh, cabinet spices are there in spades, uh, lots of cinnamon, uh, and other ones that I don't necessarily know the names of, and, uh, maybe some Jamaican allspice in there, maybe, uh, maybe a little, not, not cardamom, but, uh, I'm just, this, no, these are the only things I can think of that are in the cabinet. Jamaican allspice, I know that flavor, and there is a little bit of that in there, but, uh, and that little bit of sweetness, kind of a sweet cream vibe that's coming from the cigar, the texture of the smoke, everything, so far, very, very good. Trending in the right direction. How about you? So um, uh, I'll go, and then we'll go to Jordan. And then I also want to talk to Scott and Casey in the studio audience and Matt as well, uh, just, to get, just to get their thoughts. But I think that maybe I missed on this pairing only because um, this, this cigar is as amazing as it is, and everybody knows how much I love the dogma, the Maduro dogma. It is, it's very chocolate, milk chocolate forward, and... The lemon and the milk chocolate, I, I don't think you play. You don't want to put lemon in your milk. They don't play as well together as I was hoping. Like, And so I'm, right now, like maybe my opinion will change in the next 15 minutes or so. But right now I'm a, I'm a little put off. Not put off. I, that's not a great word for it. But I'm, I'm not as happy. Underwhelmed. I'm underwhelmed with my pairing choice like i i have a glass of bourbon as i as i i'm known to do robbie as, as you do and the bourbon and the dogma play extremely well together like this is a fantastic pairing the bourbon and the dogma but we're not doing that. chad is wondering if you're smoking an og doggy or the new run this no this is a middle run middle run this is a middle run so this is like a a 2018 version of the dogma jordan how's your sun dog going oh it's tearing it up. This is exactly what I was imagining. I think it's more along the lines of Robbie's. Um, the, c- the cigar and the drink are about both about medium, medium plus body. The body is matching nicely. Uh, got some nice like uh, cinnamon and nutmeg stuff going on with the cigar. The drink uh, and the only problem with the drink is that it get, with any hot drink like this, it gets cool. So if if I had like this in a in a Yeti mug or something, maybe I'd be, it'd be all right. But like, mm, I don't right. like that it's like cooling down so much. I mean, at this point, we're practically where we were last week with the with the Shandy uh, Baker's banquet. banquet. Right, right, right. You know? Interesting. Uh, but yeah, over, that's, that's, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, there, there are. Sorry, keep going. No, no. I just I, overall is it's uh, it's pretty dang good. Now uh, let's go to the studio real quick because we have uh, Casey Hogan from Crux uh, in the studio, and he'd never he's not a big bourbon guy uh he's more of a scotch guy but casey uh we fixed you up with a hot toddy what are you pairing with your hot toddy and what do you think right now this is the first time i have sampled a hot toddy i was resistant to the fact that it is made with bourbon uh but i am pairing he's a communist, by the with way. <laughs> a very delicious cigar the reviver 
by Cigar Dojo. So you're, uh-huh. Casey, that's not far off from what uh, Robbie's got with the upper nay, actually. It is. I am very, very thankful for this cigar right now because this drink is not hitting on any cylinders for me. Okay. Um, it reminds me of, like you were talking about, being sick as a child. It feels like I am drinking some <laughs> sort of terrible medicine that wow. I just want to finish so I can go outside and play. Okay. It is a little cold outside right now, so I was thankful for the warmness originally, but I even made the uh, the comment earlier that I thought the hot toddy was going to be a spicy bourbon and not a warm bourbon. Mm, right. Um, mm. Which I was hoping it would also kill some bourbon flavors and make it taste more spicy or peppery or something. But I am very, very thankful for this Reviver, which is my first go around with the Reviver by Cigar Dojo and Arganosa Leaf. It is a fantastic cigar that is overcompensating for my very, very, very lackluster performance of the drink. All right. Scotty, what did you uh, go with uh, as far as your pairing tonight? Somebody get that man a scotch. <laughs> he, yeah, we got him some. Uh, I am pairing it with the Crux Epicure this uh-huh. evening. And mm. to be honest, I am used to the hot toddy being made with cinnamon. Yes. And not clove. And I am not particularly fond of clove, so mm. I'm not okay. a real fan of that right now. And to be honest, the drink is completely overpowering the cigar. Interesting. I'm, I'm losing so much of what I've been enjoying of this cigar because of the drink. Gotcha. So my pairing is not going great. All right. Uh, finally, Matt, what did you uh, what did you go with? Uh, Matt made the drinks. Uh, what's your what's your thought, Matt, on this pairing? Well, this is interesting because I'm also smoking the Crux Epicure, and I think that the pairing is really really good. Mm. The the cigar <laughs> is bringing out like a sweetness and a cinnamon that's making the drink just kind of nice and soft and like just warming. But the problem, like Jordan said, is the drink cooled down like instantly like the moment i started sipping mm. it it was already cold <laughs> yeah <And> instantly <laughs> now but now matt that cigar is a little bit more floral so maybe that helps bring out some of those cinnamon notes right, in the drink I was thinking yeah it's 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 like somehow these two are working great for me now guys if you're watching on facebook um we'd love to hear what you guys picked as well um not just our studio audience but that's the fun of this is to see what the uh, the Facebook audience uh, chose. Well, Jordan, do you want to see what we're working with here so far? I've got uh, Chad Cuba Arte. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, interesting choice. Interesting choice. Because he wanted to play off the cloves. Very uh, interesting. Yeah, that's actually that's a pretty smart yeah. pick, really. Yeah. You know? it's, Especially it's, if you're doing like the tea version of this drink. Yeah. It's funny when you say that. As I was uh, going into the humidor today, I spotted one of those uh, – What's the the one from from Saka, the uh, the infused one? Is it the Lone Star or oh the Stillwell Star? Yeah. Stillwell Star. I spotted one of those and I thought, why wow, he's got? I know there's a, a few different uh, blends and maybe not uh, any of those blends would work here, but something along mm. those lines, something infused could go when you have that clove because I was anticipating a clove yeah, like being the much aromatic the version of that one. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be kind of cool. And then uh, Barry has the Reviver, just like uh, Casey. Okay. Uh, and that then sounds like a winner. We got uh, Bill Powers doing the My Father H two K C T. That's one that uh, oh, we haven't had for a while. No, that, that not particular since cigar. like twenty thirteen. Yeah. So interesting picks from some of the Facebook viewers as well. Um, that's sort of the fun of this is just to sort of you know see what you come up with. I, I like Robbie. What I like is the sort of the mindset going in. Like you know, like I'm not. I'm I'm more interested in what people think going into the pairing than I am, you know, like the, the, the pairing themselves, because it's so, it's so curious to see how people think like, Oh, like I want to pair the clove with the clove, or I want to pair mm-hmm. the cinnamon with the cinnamon or the spice with the spice. And I think all of you guys did better than I did. That's, I'm just going <laughs> to say that. I, I, and I, I love the fact that, that Scott and Matt had the same pairing and have very different experiences. Right. And that's like, flavor is so subjective it's so dependent, and and Scott went in with a, a preconceived notion of what the cocktail should be, so he was turned off right away when the cocktail was different than what he expected. Right. It's like you order a you order a Coke and you get a Dr Pepper. It's, mm. You don't want that. Right. Uh, you might like Dr Pepper, but you're expecting a Coke. Um, so that's I, I think that's really cool that they're doing the exact same pairing and having a, a polar opposite uh, experiences, which is what makes this really it's it's an inexact science, of course, 
but uh, it does make it interesting and difficult. I, I'd be curious if you're going to chime in with what your uh, for the live listeners out there with what your with what you paired. Tell us why 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 you picked that particular cigar. Yeah. Was there a specific flavor profile or something in there that you were anticipating? Um, I'll tell you what. I, I will. I think after this, I'm going to be much more open to uh, to hot cocktails, and um, I really liked this. I think if it had cinnamon in it. I feel like that would change the profile of the drink significantly. I mean, depending on how much cinnamon you put in there. Well, no, nor- the normally, you just put a cinnamon stick. You gotta in put a cinnamon yeah, stick, in stick in there. And then yeah. It's, yeah oh. so, then, so then you get the aromatics of the cinnamon on every sip. So then it becomes like that's like the main flavor. And if you you take out these <clears throat> uh, the cloves, the clove to me is secondary flavor at most. At least that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, I so agree. If you take out a secondary flavor and you replace it with something that's going to be like the predominant flavor, then uh, then you're you're changing the, the experience completely. Um, but I, I also dig the fact that you can pretty much do whatever you want and call it a hot toddy. Yeah, that's true. Now, now Robbie, now you've been – this is the, the final episode of the whiskey cocktail segment of Flavor Odyssey. So this is the fourth one. We've done Old Fashioned. We did the Beggar's Banquet. What was the other one? Old fashioned beggars um, banquets, and, uh, mint julep, and the mint julep. Is there anything that you could glean to, to the viewers and listeners of the podcast as to you know as when you're tackling whiskey cocktails? Um, have we learned anything about the types of cigars? Are we looking for complementary flavors at this point? Are we looking for you know things that are or opposite that can like palate cleansers. It almost se- now I'm I, I, I'm just gonna say my answer and then I'll let you speak to this. It seems like with whiskey to- cocktails, it almost seems like complementary flavors have been the the better pick it, it, as we've gone along. I don't know. Am I am I off on that? Well, it, it depends. Like with the beggar's banquet, I thought I was going complementary with what I smoked, and and the the pairing. I think I ended up giving it a thumbs down. The pairing was fine, but it wasn't great. And then Randy smoked something that was totally opposite. And when he picked that, I thought, okay, that's going to be terrible. And he ended up loving it. So I'm curious to – I actually haven't tried that pairing yet. I do love that cocktail, so I will uh, at some point revisit. Mm -hmm. But it all kind of depends on what you want to do. The one thing I would say about these bourbon cocktails is there is going to be – at least the ones that we chose – there is going to be kind of a base of flavor that is going to be across all of them. And obviously it's that bourbon and bourbon does, I think maybe a gin does as well, but bourbon in a cocktail, when there's bourbon in there, you're always going to taste it. You're always going to get those core bourbon flavors. And I think the same thing could be said for gin because the gin flavor is so specific and bourbon flavor is so specific too. I mean, nothing other than bourbon tastes like bourbon and nothing other than gin really tastes like gin unless you're chewing on a juniper branch, but uh, which doesn't sound, feeling at all yeah not really um but uh, i mean to me i always like to go my thought process with these and we're trying to you know win uh my thought process is always i want to go complimentary first and if i can't think of something that's going to be complimentary then i'll think okay like with i wasn't here for the uh for the um what's the mint julep but i would have gone I don't remember. I don't know who picked what or what, what your pairings were. I would have gone totally opposite. I probably would have gone something big and spicy uh, for that, just because like, when you're talking about mint, uh, there isn't really a whole lot of flavor components that are going to match. Although this this cigar probably would have been good with that too. So maybe yeah, I, I mean, I've been wrong. I, I I think that mint is one of those you know mint flavored uh, drink, a mojito. A mint julep, those are like a good palate cleanser drinks, and, and they could go with almost any type of cigar, theoretically. But when we get into these other types of, the, the more standard... Yeah, the flavors are more specific. The more standard sort of bourbon uh, cocktails, whiskey cocktails, I, do, I, I think that you're, you're looking for cigars that are cabinet spice, um, cinnamons, uh, yeah. those, those types of flavors go seem to go a little bit better. Maybe that's... I know that there's obvious exceptions to every rule, but it sort of seems like that's kind of the the prevailing wind, Jordan. Wouldn't you say on these cocktails? Well, I mean, like it's pretty easy to pair with a bourbon-based cocktail. Um, 
if you're going if it's like a more boozy one like Manhattan, um, then you're gonna pick the Maduro realm. And if it's yeah. more uh, zesty and lemon like we've done the last couple episodes, then you're gonna go with a uh, you know somewhere around the Habano range, and I think you'll be just fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that completely. All right, so let's let's do a final um, let's do a final sort of uh, go around, and let's let Robbie finish on this. Uh, Jordan, I'll start with you. What's your what's your sort of final take? You're, I can see Jordan that you're halfway into the Sun Dog. Uh, the cigar uh, is killing it. Okay. Super zesty. Uh, a lot in the retro hail. Um, you know, cabinet spices, toasted bread, caramel. Um, maybe maybe a little bit of cinnamon. Um, in, in theory, it should go great with the drink, and it, it, it did at the start, uh, but it, just because of that temperature change, I feel like I can't give it a thumbs up just because it, it the drink is it's not what it's supposed to be anymore. It's, we're basically drinking last week's drink at this point. Uh, <laughs> you guys need some better mugs, man. Yeah, I need a, that's I, true. I this, need a Yeti. This, this, yeah, you, you need this uh, fat uh, <laughs> yeah. unicorn here because yeah. this they, is still this is still hot. They did have to go through thirty degree weather from that's the true, yeah. kitchen to the garage. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sitting outside in a t-shirt, so maybe that's got something to do with that. Yeah, we are we are in cold weather <laughs> now. I'll I'll say this. You know, last week when we were in uh, Dojo Studios, Jordan, uh, Anthony brought over these weird things called M berries. Very weird. And they, these M berries, Robbie, were these sort of like this thing that you chewed on, and it would take away any sour note in anything. You could, after you were done with the M berry, you could suck on a um, raw lemon. a lemon wedge, and it wouldn't taste sour to you at all. Tastes or, like lemonade. Or you could suck on even a lime wedge, and it would just taste like a key lime pie. It took away that. And I'm experiencing that same thing tonight. The, um, oh, interesting. The, the hot toddy with the lemon in it is taking away the chocolate flavor of the dogma. And I love this cigar with the bourbon, fantastic. With the hot toddy, uh, not, not my favorite pairing. So I would give my pairing a thumbs down just because of the fact that the lemon counteracts the nice chocolate flavor of this cigar. Robbie, go ahead and uh, uh, give your final thoughts on, on your pairing. I think that you could have smoked the, uh, the, the Mad Dog uh, with any cigar or with any drink that we've had in this segment, probably except for this one. Yeah, that's, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so mine, uh, very enthusiastic thumbs up. It's exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, everything that I wanted it to be, uh, cabinet spices, uh, a little bit of ce- some cedar notes, some sweet cream. Uh, it's the, the smoke is, is feels a bit heavier than usual. And I think that's just to, to counteract, uh, the, the flavors of that, that lemon actually, I think makes the smoke feel a little bit heavier on the palate. Um, <clears throat> the clove is really getting kind of drowned out. I can still taste it, but it's, it's far, it's way more in the background, tertiary flavor as opposed to uh, what I thought it was going to be. Uh, a little bit of sweetness, but that bourbon uh, really shoots right to the front with uh, with this Epernay. And uh, delicious cigar, uh, surprisingly delicious drink, and uh, very, very happy camper over here in lot B-. minus. Wow. All right, Jordan, what's, uh, what's the uh, audience vote now? Where are we at? What's the final? All right. This is the one that I'm going to capture. This is where it, this this is is where it, where counts. it counts. All right. Uh, Sensei and I are tied again at 25%, and oh, Robbie's we, at 50%. We, we moved up a little we bit. We moved up a little bit. But Robbie just absolutely killed us. He doubled. He, he tore it up. He tore it up. It was, it was like the, uh, it was like the giant, the San Francisco Giants playing the Rockies. Yeah. He doubled us <laughs> up. It was, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. It's, yeah. That's we, I, we, we swept six games in a row in Colorado. Like yeah. That never happened. Yeah. And you did it again. Seven, seven games now in a row. If you Just, count tonight. Uh, I think it was that yeah, mug yeah. that he's got. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I, the mug game was strong today. And this was, uh, was actually a Christmas gift that I gave my wife. I got this off of somebody on Etsy. She did. Oh, she did actually sign the bottom. Yeah. No, you got two tip. signed mugs. Jeez. It's incredible. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, sign right mugs. 
between the feet there. Hey, uh, um, Robbie, <laughs> before uh, before we uh, talk about next week's Flavor Odyssey, um, yeah, let's do it. Just real quick, we're going to announce the winners of the Pick'em contest, the football Pick'em contest that we had over the weekend. Um, it was amazing. There was hundreds of entries. We got down to Jordan. We got down to three guys. Mm-hmm. Now we have two prizes. You get the Bricktoberfest uh, from J.C. Newman prize pack, which is a long sleeve shirt. You get some cigar socks. You get a glass uh, boot mug, and you get a sampler pack of cigars. We had two of these to give away. We got down to three guys, Jordan, that got seven out of the eight right. Wow. Mm. Seven out of the eight right. But the first two guys got the tiebreaker before Patrick Larkin. Patrick Larkin oh. was third. Patrick, Larkin. Patrick, you did amazing. You got seven out of eight, but you didn't get the – you you got the second tiebreaker, but you didn't get the first tiebreaker. So the guys that won are um, Jonathan McKay. His name is Ehrlich Wolf on the Dojoverse. And the other winner is Ruben Arellano, and his uh, username is Rubenso. So congratulations. Rubenso. Wow. Uh, get this. I've already sent their prizes. Oh, that's how fast that's how Dang. fast I am. I'm so fast. I've already sent their prizes out. What so if they've moved? No, they they gave me their addresses <laughs> in the oh. uh, in the entries. Right. So congratulations to uh, Jonathan and Ruben. You guys are the winners of the Pick'em contest. Robbie, what do we got coming up next week on Flavor Odyssey? Well, we've wrapped up. And first of all, uh, to the winners, congratulations. And hit me up. We can do some business on those socks because uh, <laughs> I think those look look very comfortable and I would enjoy having those on my feet. Um and we are, we've wrapped up the bourbon uh, cocktail segment of right. season four. Uh, and uh, Jordan, you said it pretty well that bourbon cocktails can be kind of easy to pair with. So that was why we started here. We wanted to go with kind of dip our toe into the pool before we dive right in. Uh, so uh, next week we've got a wild card episode and we are going to go straight bourbon. And I know we've done this many times, oh. but here's the, here's the oh, deal. Oh, I can't wait. All four of us are going to drink the same bourbon. Oh, we haven't okay. done that yet. We're all drinking the same thing. Now let's decide now when Randy's not here what <laughs> we're, what it is we're going to drink. I think we should go with something that's easily accessible and in a, a lower price point. I'm thinking maybe Old Forester 100, 100 proof. Yes. Old Forester 100. Yes. yes. Let's do it. Done. That's exactly that. what I was that's, thinking. That's like 25, 26, 27, 8. It's a fantastic, a fantastic bourbon. Oh. And everybody can get their hands on it. So yeah. let's. that's what we're going to do. And uh, the four of us will all have uh, different cigars. Boom. And uh, so that will be the wild card episode. And then we're jumping into the second segment, boys, of season four. And we are going way, way, way off the reservation. We're going <laughs> mocktails. Oh, mocktails. What? So, yeah, mocktails. So we've, we are going to go, it'll be four different mocktails so that's for those of you who don't know what a mocktail is it's a cocktail but without alcohol so it's it's going to be uh you know i found a, a recipe for a, a an old-fashioned without whiskey how could you possibly do that it turns out you do it with tea uh we may do that i found a a, a virgin mojito um which you know could be interesting but we, we haven't settled on the the four uh, recipes yet we'll have those next week so y'all okay. can prepare uh, but those will be easier for everyone to put together. The only thing that you may put in there that has a little bit of alcohol in there is would be bitters, but that's for all intents and purposes no alcohol in negligible. there. Negligible. So negligible. Yes, exactly. Uh, so that's going to be the next segment uh, of season four. Very excited. So next week, bourbon. Uh, so pick your favorite pairing, uh, or go with uh, you know what we decide we're going to go with. I'll announce that uh, in the live on Monday. Fantastic. And uh, Friday night on Smoke Night Live, uh, Casey Hogan, who is in studio tonight, hanging out with us. He will be our guest on Smoke Night Live. We're going to be talking all things Crux cigars. We're going to find out uh, just why Casey did not end up being a professional baseball player. We'll talk about that. Like we're going to talk his about failures, pretty much. We're going to talk about all of Casey's <laughs> failures in one episode. It's going to be amazing. So tune in to uh, Smoke Night Live, and don't forget about tomorrow night's uh, show on the Smoking Facebook page. Jonathan Drew, myself, Abe Debabna, and uh, Jack Heyer, and is is and all of the um, um, Drew Estate crew as well. Robbie. Fantastic first episode or first segment, uh, whiskey cocktails. Thank you so much for uh, taking us through that. 
Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, it forced me to drink something that I didn't want to drink and smoke something that I, I love smoking, so there's that. Uh, but, Casey, don't let them point out your failures without pointing out theirs. That's they, gonna that's gonna be very well, tough. Well, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> they they do not like scotch. If, if we could get well, he doesn't them like drink, bourbon. If we could get them to drink some, that should be the goal of the show, Casey. Is I mean, you, we'll talk about your brand and everything. He's but, drinking bourbon. Get, we're drinking scotch. Oh, I like that. Boom. Yes. We'll drink. drink we'll drink scotch. scotch. We'll drink scotch. You Casey buy. Drink you bourbon. buy whatever you well, can. I'm gonna have you to know, buy some scotch. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy something that we can <laughs> that we can all appreciate. Because and, don't get me wrong, I was able to scavenge and find something that was acceptable but we will definitely be adding to and hopefully finishing that bottle on friday night all right there you go there we go that's what i like to hear beautiful all right boys thanks for uh for filling in for randy on location hopefully he will have some fantastic stories of his conquests in the wild uh whatever that means um Phrase I've never said in my life. I don't know where that even came from. <laughs> but uh, hopefully he will uh, uh, have a, a lot of fun things to tell us about next week. Everybody, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, enjoying uh, this pairing with us. I hope you enjoyed it. Everybody, have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.